Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this podcast, Married to His Will. I am Suzette Blunt, your host and licensed professional counselor in the state of Georgia. If you are listening for the first time, I welcome you wholeheartedly. If you're in a struggle and you feel stuck, you have come to the right place. This podcast is made just for you so that you will know that you can become unstuck. I knew I was married to God's will the day I gave up what I thought I knew to discover what he wanted me to know. Purpose found me in that moment and I let go. God was going to use my struggle to bless my life and to bless others. I originally thought the continuous struggle of my 19 to 20 year marriage was my purpose, but it was only to be used for God's greater purpose in my life. I realized that I did not have to suffer verbal and emotional abuse or any kind of abuse for a lifetime to remain a chosen servant of God, and that the purpose of salvation was not just from eternal hell, but for situations beyond my ability to manage. I became free from a place of bondage so that you can be free also. The Bible says, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. God will provide a way of escape out of that struggle you face. He did that for me. He allowed me to endure 19 years of the same struggle and then said, I am bringing you out so that you can become who I have called you to become. And now I am totally devoted and married to his will. Invite your friends on the journey with me as I bring the word, share personal stories and clinical insights from my own experience and my expertise and knowledge. And I plan to have others join me along the way. Enjoy this next episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Married to His Will. If you're listening for the first time, I want to especially welcome you. Uh, This podcast is to help you become unstuck and to give you a little inspiration and motivation to do the kingdom work that's been given to you. I have another guest, which I'm excited about because she has been on this podcast before. I interviewed her in the first season and she and I met at Mental Conference. And that felt like it was years ago, but it just happened this year, <laughs> believe it or not. And I'm so excited to welcome her back to this platform. She has the word in her and I've been listening to her podcast and she has a lot to share about her journey. And so we're going to kind of get to get an update about where she is in life and how the Lord is using her. And so I hope you all join me as I welcome my friend, Elizabeth Lizier. Um, enjoy. Hi, my friend. Elizabeth, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> oh, since the last time I saw you, I've been through so much. <laughs> but it's Girl, so good to see I, you. I, I can only imagine. <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, and I'm sure you're still on this journey, right? The journey of healing after divorce. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's like, I, it's a roller coaster ride because you have your moments where you're like, oh, I feel good. And then whoop, you dip that yeah. back down, but then you come up. So it's just like, you just have to embrace all all of the things <laughs> that are going to yeah, come. Absolutely a roller coaster. But let me introduce yes. you again. So this is my friend, Elizabeth Laguerre. And I think if you listen to our podcast, my podcast, some episodes ago, the first season, I met with Elizabeth. So this is our second podcast meeting. And our conversation was great. And so in this season, I've been feeling the need to empower women. Just our, just people. You know, people need them, need empowerment these days. A lot of encouragement, especially since the era, we're in the COVID era, right? It's like the world mm-hmm. has shifted. And there's so much happening in our lives, you know? And so... It's good to have you on again. We met at Mantle Conference this year, earlier this year. And it feels like I've met you for a while. I feel like Mantle was a long time ago. It, it feels like a long time ago, yeah. Uh, and that was just April, so not that mm-hmm. long ago. Um, but here we are again. So I just kind of want an update about where you are. I was listening to your last podcast. And you were talking about, you know, warfare and just being inconvenienced, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So how are things going now? Yes. Well, thank you again for having me on. Um, I love you and I love what you're doing and you're helping so many women like it because this is hard. So thank you again for having me. Um, But the update. So since the last time we've spoken, I feel like so much has happened. Like it feels like it's been a year, which that's crazy because it's only been a couple months um but you know like i guess like where i want to start is to say that god is so faithful he's so faithful because i feel like when we met i was i like i knew that i was coming into like a season of possession because i could just feel it and everything Mm. like around me was like pointing to that but i didn't i didn't like have it yet you know but i could see it. it it's like it seemed close um, right. You so said a season of possession? Just, of possession, like to just like you're taking back, like you're taking, you're walking into whatever it is, whatever oh, the, the okay, promise I or, you I was know, whatever the that other is. Way. I was like, yeah. possession, like, not evil oh, possession. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, thank you for clarifying. Yes, because yes. I don't want you to take that the wrong way. Um, but yeah, so I think that's hard though, because when you're in that space, although you can like sense that you're close to yeah. stay encouraged when you see something is really, really hard. Like that's, that's literally faith, right? Cause we don't, yeah. we don't have it, but you just believe that it's going to happen one day. And yeah. I feel like in, you know, in the last really like month, month and a half, things have started to move and shift and, and it's like tangible things where God has really like brought destiny, um, helpers, like, and like giving me access to things that are going to like completely change the entire trajectory of my life. And it's like, it's amazing. And I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful. And even like, I got rebaptized at my church and like, just, yeah, it was beautiful. So my, I actually celebrated my birthday um, two days ago. 
Um, oh, well, happy so, belated birthday! Thank you, thank you. So it was so beautiful that, like, the Sunday of my birthday week, I got rebaptized, and it was just like reconfirming my commitment. Wow. And one of the things I said in my baptism, like, testimony, was like, God really taught me about dependence. Like, I, a line yeah. I said was like, "Independence in the kingdom of God is rebellion." And dependence is strength. And I think for the past, you know, like throughout the journey, like that's what he's been teaching me. Dependence, yeah. total, complete dependence on God. And I think I finally come to a place where I am completely content with that. You can take my money away. You mm. can play with my health. You can whatever. All of the things can happen. And wow. it, it's not going to make me waver or shake because I know my focus is here. It's on the yeah. Lord. And I know that he has me. Um, so that's really wow. the update. It's just like seeing the faithfulness of God in my life. And it's so beautiful because yeah. he's also been allowing me to um, be used in like these like really um, not strange, but just like ways that you wouldn't expect. So for example, I got an opportunity from one of my destiny helpers. This is a woman who we don't know each other that well, but because the Lord definitely put us together, downloaded things into her where she's able to see in me. I don't know what God has told wow. her about me, but basically because of that, she like, like paid all expenses paid to bring yeah. me on a trip so that I can like be exposed to this opportunity to, yeah. you know, help my life and, and business and all of that. And I was just so grateful. And I met so many amazing people wow. of God on that trip, you know, and it so was, God is it was aligning you. He's aligning yeah. you with new people. Wow. Yes, he is. And so like, so when we were leaving that trip, it was like a three day event. And so we were in the airport. And even in the airport, we were standing in line, you know, just randomly standing in line. We turn around. We just, you know, you have small talks sometimes, whatever. Long story short, we end up like exchanging like our testimonies with this girl that we met in line. We're praying in the airport. It's just like, it's just like you just, when you, as you begin to submit fully mm -hmm. and surrender fully to God, he is able to use you more and more and more in ways that you just mm -hmm. wouldn't expect. It, it, it may seem like little things, but who knows that that prayer in the airport that day, who knows who that affected walking by seeing us pray. I remember one lady, even she was walking by, she came like my eyes were closed, but she came by and I remember she just, she stopped and she was like the blood of Jesus or she said something. I don't know. And I opened <laughs> my eyes quickly and I saw her lay, you know, like, it's like it it, it 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 creates this like chain reaction. Yeah. And so I'm just like, wow. So um I'm just I'm just so amazed by how many opportunities we miss because yeah. we aren't fully surrendered for God to be able to surrender. use because when he uses us, he, we're blessing others, but we're also receiving blessing yeah. in that, you know, because you we're willing vessels. Already. I kinda wanna repeat some of what you <laughs> Some of the ideas I've heard coming from you so far. So you talked about not being independent, but being dependent and that there's blessing in that, mm -hmm. right? Because independence mm -hmm. kind of speaks to that isolation, right? Some people isolate mm -hmm. themselves from the body 
and they're not getting that stress. Mm-hmm. And then you said submission. You used a very important word about submission, just submitting to the process, submitting to God and um, surrender. It feels like all of that is mm-hmm. coming in line with what you're talking about, that you've had to be mm-hmm. surrendered in this season to whatever God's plan is, to whatever, whatever he's doing in your life. Um, and I, and you're seeing the fruit of it. You're talking about meeting people you've never met, doors opening for you, like God making a way for mm-hmm. you that you'd never, you could never make for mm-hmm. yourself unless he yes. lines up these divine connections. Wow. Yes. Yes. And I'm just so, I'm, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful. And you know, it's like, this is just the beginning. So I, for me, as it happens, I'm, I'm trying to be really intentional about being even more disciplined in my prayer life and my, my word life and all of that. Because I think a lot of times when we start, sometimes warfare and those things are good because it forces something out of you. It forces you to stay in a, in a posture of, of fighting and prayer and seeking, you know, and when things start to get a little bit easier, sometimes we can forget to be as like passionate, you know, so I'm trying to really discipline myself to the point. And this is the thing. It's like, as God opens doors, now you have more responsibility. So you really have to like take an extra step in planning those things. So I'm out in my planner. I have to literally like do like a a hour by hour, like plan of my days to ensure that I'm not forgetting God. Cause like, even when we read the Bible, we see so many people, they forget, they get, life gets better and they forget what actually brought them. Like, you know, so I've been very intentional. I'm like, God, I don't want to be like that. Like I, I don't want to forget to pray and forget to praise you and all of that. So let me write it in <laughs> to yeah. make sure that I'm, 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 I'm blocking out time in my day. Like this is sacred time where I just need to be with my Lord. Yes. I'm getting busy, but it's, it's, it's busyness that it's from God. So like I'm, I'm still in alignment, but that doesn't mean that I can, you know, get loose. So, so I'm trying to be really more disciplined and diligent in that way. I love that. So discipline is another word. <laughs> And that, that requires, <laughs> requires intentionality, like you said. Um, and, you know, if we're going to be real, sometimes in the middle of the chaos and so for some of us who might have had moments of depression or you're, you are experiencing warfare and you feel like, I am not cut out for this warfare. Sometimes it feels that mm-hmm. way. Discipline is the way to go. Because um, our flesh wants yeah. to tell us just, Forget about it. Forget about praying. Forget about it's just too hard. But in in fact, mm-hmm. yeah, towards the discipline because that's exactly what's going to bring us the the deliverance or the healing. And that's with every area of our lives, whether that be in our physical health, we have to be disciplined in what we eat. We have to be disciplined mm-hmm. in exercise. If it has to do with our spirit, we have to be disciplined in building. Our faith, you know, reading the, by reading the word of God, um, praying mm-hmm. uh, daily. Um, but I got to tell the truth. There were times I'm like, this is too hard, Lord. I don't know if I could pray right now. Mm-hmm. Like, this is so hard. And I'll be on my knees and all that can come out is tears. All that mm-hmm. can, I can release is tears. 
But even that is a language that he understands. There's a song that says tears exactly. are language that he understands. Mm-hmm. So it's the difference is in coming to him, you know, knowing that he is the one that's orchestrating your walk, orchestrating your life. And we have to acknowledge that and not take it for granted at all. Yes, absolutely. It doesn't sound absolutely. like you're taking it for granted. Huh? It certainly doesn't sound like you're taking him for granted. You're you're like, I'm about my father's business. Yeah, I'm trying that like that's really my focus. Um I'm I'm really trying and 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 don't get me wrong, you know, cuz I'm human and I have those moments too <laughs> where I'm like, "Oh my gosh, literally I've been running all day and I'm like, "Lord, like I have to get up to pray right now. Like I have no energy." But yeah. you know, I still try to force myself and sometimes I you know, I feel even in doing it, I feel like I'm not being completely obedient because maybe I'll start to pray and I'll fall asleep or, you know, things like that. Yeah. But I feel like one of the lessons I'm also learning is grace. Like God has given us grace and yes. mercy. And we have to give ourselves grace. Like the point is that you are trying. And I think sometimes we don't, we don't take time to really acknowledge how big that is. Like just mm. the effort that you're putting in. It's yeah. not going to be perfect, you know, but, but God wants to see like, how much are you willing to give? So even if all you can give that day is tears, God yeah. knows like that's, that's the highest you can give. And so that is your best praise that day. You know, so if, if I can give my, my, my 10 minutes, although I want to pray for an hour or whatever, but I really only have 10 minutes and, I, and God knows my heart, but you know, then that's my best praise for that day. So I think we, we have to give ourselves grace because rather we give the 10 minutes or the tears than nothing, you know? And so yes. we just have to just, whatever it is, like however you can give your praise to God, maybe it's not, you know, everything, but, but that day in that moment, give what you can. And I think like sometimes mm-hmm. that is enough. That's not to say do that all the time, but, but we have to just, that's enough sometimes because it says in the word, like a broken and a contrite heart is what he desires. God looks at the heart. So if he sees that your heart is truly in it, then that's, that's what he's going to focus on, you know? So I'm learning that lesson every day. And I have to remind myself that every day, because I can be very much miss. I want to be perfect and I want to have all the things in it. And it's like, that's not reality. (laughs) It's not always going to work out perfectly. So yeah it's definitely i'm glad that you shared that you know um because people need to know that though you're broken it doesn't it doesn't change you know how god feels about you in fact that's how he wants you so he can pour into you and reshape you and remake you and do all that he does but i want you to really speak specifically to single moms because i know you're a single mom you know you have a son Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how are you m- managing the day to day with having your son and all the inconveniences, right? That you talked about mm-hmm. in your podcast, you know, how, talk about that a little bit. How do you navigate that? Um, and do you, and you talk about dependency. So more than depending on God, how do you get through or navigate as a, the only parent or well, you do, I don't know if it's how involved his father is or anything. But, you know, as far as your dependency on others, how do you go about or navigate that challenge of being single as a mom? Yeah, I love that you asked this question because as we're talking in my spirit, I feel like God is reminding me, talk about community, talk about community. And then you asked this question, I'm like, perfect. 
Um, so I have, when I was in my wilderness season, like almost three years ago, one of my consistent prayer points was for community. And I prayed for like godly friendships, like covenanted friendships and people who I could do life with. And like, we were, we were willing to like go all in for each other. And I just felt like for, for like, I just felt like I would just say it and God would never answer. So I was just like, I'm just going to be alone. I was just, I kind of accepted it. But what I've seen in this season, like the, the importance of community and I would not be able to make it, especially as a single mom without community. And I think it's community in different contexts. I think on the first level, I think about my church as a community and how, you know, spiritually they support me because I get filled. So whatever I can, whatever I have to go through during the week or whatever, I, I have that base to fall back on. Yeah. At my church, we have these things called crews, which are smaller communities within the church. And mm-hmm. so we meet um, biweekly and you just, it's just like, again, it's just like doing life with each other. We talk about the yeah. the sermon and whatever, but you really get to know people on like a, on an individual basis. And then, you know, you, you'll start to see, especially in my group, which is all women, um, you'll start to see like you go through a lot of the same struggles. And so then you have a now an extra piece there. So during the week, we can text each other. If one person is struggling with this, it's like, let me, let me carry this burden with yeah, you. You know? And, yeah. Yes. And specifically in that group, um, God is so good because he's connected me or reconnected me, I should say, with another woman who I actually have known her since I was a child. Like, our parents were friends. So we've known each other since we were literally in diapers. But you know how life gets. You kind of, like, you separate, whatever. But he's brought us back together. And now this is, like, one of my best friends. And she's also a single mom. And so it's been really nice because we help each other out. Like, if she, because she, she's, finishing her grad program so you know the days where she was like I have class blah 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 I was like like give him to me I was like I'll watch him I'm like because we both have boys her son's a little bit older than mine but they love each other and I'm like I'll take him I was like we'll go do stuff I'm like you you go to class like focus on that pick him up when you're ready whatever like you know and then vice versa if I need something she can take him or you know it's like like that is so important and that's really Yes. Um, And it's nice also that like, because sometimes, especially when you have kids, like you can have someone who seems reliable and dependable, but if they don't have the the God piece, it's like, well, what do you, what what are you exposing my kid to? What are you going to say into their life? Because, you know, you got to protect all the gates. Mm -hmm. So to know not only are you a reliable, trustworthy, dependable person, but you are also someone who is surrendered to God and, and, and your faith is important to you. Yes, that, I want you around my kid because you you're gonna rub you know some of that off on him too. So community has been huge. So community in my church, community in that crew, um, and then even going back to that woman that I said, the destiny helper, she's connected me to a community of people who help to like keep me going in terms of like the different facets of health, which you you were kind of just speaking on. So your nutrition, your fitness, your spirituality, 
your finances, your, you know, your creativity, all of the things that really fuel us as people. Like we can talk about God, God, God all day. And God is good. God is amazing. But there are other things in life that we also need to like keep in check. You know, you can have God, but if you're eating whatever you want and you're overweight and whatever, it's just like, you're not you're not living the the life that God has really called mm-hmm. you to live, you know? So even having that community where they talk about those things, it's like I feel like I'm getting full like I have people to feed me in every area of my life in order for me to be successful and that's dominion. Like yes. we were created to dominate. And so I feel like God is like, okay, listen, I've heard your prayers for years. I've seen your dedication. So all of these places I'm going to, I'm going to make sure you're being filled. Like I can truly say there's not one gap in my life where I'm like, Oh, like I need someone or I need something here. It's like God is providing in all those ways, but, but he's, he's providing it through community. And I think for me, especially that's been important because to be honest, I think I started to give up on people a little bit. When you go through a divorce, it's hard because that person, like, you didn't, you, you were thinking you're going to spend the rest of your life with that person. You had all of these hopes and dreams and goals and all of that stuff. And then, you know, I don't, I'm not going to speak despairingly about my child's father, but like, does he do everything that I would like him to do? And is he as helpful as I think he should be? To be honest, no, but I can't let that stop me, you know, but I Mm -hmm. did start to get, you know, like some, I became cynical and I was like, like, first of all, do good men exist or are there good people out there? Because I thought he was all these things. And then, you know, you go through divorce and true colors come out and you're like, whoa, okay. And so you can take that without realizing it and transfer it into other like relationships and people in general in your life. So right. I think God has really shown me, like, you don't have to be cynical. Like, there are good people out there. Yes. Um, I'm going to connect you with people. And, 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 and you, can, you can actually rely on people and, and, and use each other to, to hold you up. Because, you know, this walk is hard. And it no is. one is designed to do it by themselves. Even Jesus no needed people you know yeah. um, and so i've been, i've been learning that lesson and it's been it's been really encouraging that like wow like i i, yeah. I believe in the power of people again um and i and I, it just makes you love like humans more oh my gosh you know? i was saying that you know going through this divorce and i was hearing someone on her i was listening to maisha I can't remember her last name right now, but she was a uh, um, with one of those preachers from Preachers of LA when they had that season out, and she's just going through a divorce. I've always remembered her, and now that she's, I've been, I started following her. She just came out with her story, and she was talking about how she, she they counseled couples. She never saw herself going through this. Never mm-hmm. thought she would ever be one facing divorce. And, mm-hmm. and and it brought her to her humanity to really to realize she never ever thought about people that were divorced before. Mm. And wow. I'm thinking, as you talk about the support that we need, I realize, wow, it's so it's such a hard thing to go from um, feeling like you're in this whole family to all of a sudden being alone. Mm-hmm. Like we need all the support mm-hmm. we can get. Right. And 
sometimes she talks about the fact that sometimes your friend group they don't really know how to handle it like do we treat you um like our friend or you know i think just be our friend no matter who you want to be friends with you know we just need the support um and it's a it's a, it's a tough subject because i don't think even in the church we've really addressed the issue of divorce as much as we should yeah. um you know to help to be a community for those who are going through, um, who feel isolated, who feel like maybe they're the only one going through it because majority of people you're around may have, may not be going through it, you know? So it's hard to know who's your support unless you're the one trying to get the support yourself. Um, right. But I'm thinking for those who actually do reach out and those who actually, you know, want to give a helping hand. But you talked about the different areas, right? Um, of our lives that contribute to our well-being, like our financials and our our diet. It's funny. I was mm-hmm. having this conversation with my kids last night. Um, you know, uh, uh, kind of. I do a teaching session with them sometimes, or just a family meeting where I get to t- pour into them. And I was just telling them, you know, um, about the dif- the different dimensions of our lives, the, the, the different categories that will make us that we have to be aware of like the spiritual domain the physical intellectual mental health all of those things social domain and i wanted them to kind of think about what is their motivation in life to do well um Mm. yeah i had them really talking about that so when you mentioned that how important it is to be um to assess the different areas of our lives are we you know supporting ourselves by even looking at all those areas you know um because that's where we're looking more balanced and so community is a big aspect of um our well-being and if we're not involved mm-hmm. with the church or just people in general we feel we're gonna it's not gonna be healthy to live that way right yeah. So I'm glad you're getting and you the fail. Yeah, you fail. Yeah. yeah. You really do. But speaking of the husbands, right? The ex husbands, you know, it, <laughs> it can make you feel like, what's wrong with men? <laughs> but that would be it's a general <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, it can create a distortion in our minds mm-hmm. if we face men on our experiences that we've had we really have to look at the lord that we serve and his sovereignty and his ability to give us better right and that there are men mm-hmm. who even when they're divorced will support their family will support their children mm-hmm. will put everything in there to make sure they're a good father i'm not saying it's easy for them to do it yeah. but at least that effort is there right yeah yes i and so it's funny because i think on the last episode like we briefly talked about how i was like god like i'm done like i don't i want just let me be single forever like take away the desire all of that god has really been walking me through that and i can i can confidently say today that i am actually open to for the first time ever i'm like actually open and excited at the 
even at the thought of like a new relationship, which is huge. That's major growth for me because I was really at a point where like I was done. I was like, I'll just live my life as a single mom forever. I was like, I'll raise my son. My son's going to be good. You know, like all of that. But but I'm like, because, I, and God knows us. He knows his children. So I think he had to do it for me through community first because I had to, I had to re, um, retrust <laughs> that's not even a word i had to i had to i had to re re reshape like or rebuild there's there, that's what i'm looking for i had to rebuild my trust for people you know first and so yeah. now that i have that and like there's been a track record like oh like oh this person really is who they say they are oh they don't have a yeah. hidden agenda oh they really are helping me you know it's like it's like oh i can trust people again so then i start to look at men i'm like oh this person is really nice oh this you know and it's like okay so now now i'm my heart is more open it's, it was hard i have to be honest yeah. i had a hardened heart but god yeah. has softened my heart where now i'm like okay like I am ready for that because I deserve it and my son deserves it. And, and I feel like there's more than one baby in me. I just gotta be honest. I'm like, I feel like I'm just meant to have more kids. Like, you know, so I'm, I'm open. I'm like, I, I'm on a dating app, which I'm like, okay, this is my way of, of like starting that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind of exciting to just like be on that journey. And, but now it's like, it's so much better because I have such a clearer um, vision of what I am looking for. And so yeah. I automatically know who to just like weed out, you know? Um, so yeah, that's it's so like, good. this is the next step of the journey <laughs> in a way. And I think I that's the on, like, multiple journeys at once, but yeah. yeah. I definitely think that's the beauty <laughs> of it. After you have experienced something horrible that, you now know what not to do, right? You have a lot of, a really better blueprint of what to go by when right. you're thinking of a mate, you know, <laughs> who God has for you. Yes. You're more careful. Yes. You're, you have more wisdom about it. Um, mm -hmm. And certainly like I've always been open to it because I had a really bad marriage, you know, and I, even during my marriage, and I feel like that's what makes my experience so unique is that, I was done with my marriage before it was done, but I wasn't ready to admit it until God told me I could, you know? And so mm -hmm. I, and I think mm -hmm. most of us get to a point where we are already done with the marriage before where it's really over. But it had been a long time that I had a dream of better. And so mm -hmm. I be open to better because I had seen better. Like, I mean, we both mm -hmm. have parents who have stayed together. Not every marriage, though, is mm -hmm. great, even though they may stay together forever. That doesn't mean they were having the most exemplary marriage. But I can say right. my parents have had an exemplary marriage where, you know, I can say I emulate that. And I also look at other couples that God was bringing my way that were having this beautiful relationship. And I was like, and I want that. Oh my God. Like we get along, they're compatible. I'm like, I want to choose again. Because, <laughs> you know, like, um, I wouldn't choose this again. Like, honestly, that's where I was. So yes. I'm so glad you're at the place where you're open. You're, I'm glad. Like, it's not, it hasn't taken over your life <laughs> where you're like, oh. I'm off men, right? Because some women get there when they're bitter. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I can certainly talk about people that have come to me that they are distorted because of their experience. They're, they have cognitive distortions based on their, their previous experiences. And I think it's because of repeated experiences that have darkened their heart um, and caused mm-hmm. them not to trust. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's an unlearning that has to happen, you know, because the Bible does say experience teaches. But it doesn't mean that we're mm-hmm. always learning the right thing through our experiences. Yes. Oh, that's good. Oh, say that again for the people in the back. Yes. Our that experiences so teach us, but it's not always the right things that we're learning through our experiences. So this is why mm-hmm. we have to line up our experiences with the word of God. Yes. That yeah. is so true. Oh, my God. And that, and honestly, that was a journey that I had to go through because I was, I was getting bitter and, and so God had to like walk me through scenes in my life so that he can show me like your, your perception of this is incorrect. The way that you're viewing this is incorrect because we see through the filter of our own pain, you know? And so it's like, I know you feel pain here, but I'm going to widen the scope. So you see the full picture and it's like, oh. I miss that. Oh, it was me here. You know, like yeah. just all of the things. And it's like, you take those teachings and now you're wiser so that yeah. when you step into the next thing, you you can do better. And I, and I just feel led to also share this point that as that starts to happen for women who are going through divorce and then as you start to feel ready to date again or whatever, when God gives you that green light, um, like, and I think, I don't even know if I need to say this because I think it just happens naturally for a lot of women, but like, also be willing to like surrender your type and like give God full control over that too. Because the, like, as I have gotten more wise in like my choosing, I feel like my picker was off. <laughs> and now that he's my picker, like it's men who I, ne- I wouldn't necessarily have found like attractive, like in my former life. But now I'm like, yeah. I don't know. It's it's just different. So I just, I just feel like, you know, just be willing that, or just know that that's going to happen <laughs> and yes. embrace it. Like you might not, I was telling my sister the other day, I'm like, there's men now that I feel like God, like, like points my eye towards and I feel kind of drawn to them. But in my head, I'm like, I'm not even like physically attracted, but there's just something wow. about them. And it's like, I feel like, sometimes it's just like that's just the spirit of god on them and like but that's more important i I, like god is showing me what to actually pay attention to whereas when i was younger was like oh my god he's so fine and it's like (laughs) no but there's you could be so fine and so toxic you know (laughs) but now it's like i'm 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 led by the spirit (laughs) huh what'd you say I said he has a thick pack and he's diesel, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's like that stuff is yeah, like, not even looking nice. at that at all these days. <laughs> but yeah, that's not that's not really what is like reeling me in. And and what I've noticed is that like, which is good. Like I'm 
I'm being reeled in by character. It's like, what kind of person are you? What kind of fan are you? What character traits are you exhibiting? Are you trustworthy? Are you hardworking? Are you responsible? Are you loyal? Are you you someone that can cover? You know, like those are the things. It's not the physical we can get so distracted by, but there's so much more than meets the eye. And I'm really learning that. And so I don't know who who I'm going to end up with. I don't know what they're going to end up looking like. But I just feel like people are going to be like, oh, I like I wouldn't expect that. And it's like, yeah, because looking at the physical. Hey. Am I like, okay. Yeah, good now. Does it, does my camera look fine? Huh? The devil is mad. He is mad. I was about to say it. I know, because I was about to say, you know, there are people, when, when people try to put people together, like, oh, they look good together. There are people who do that. Those are the ones that don't work, okay? It's not just about how they look together, right? Because they mm-hmm. can look like the cutest couple and it's not compatible or it's not what God right. put together. So right. I really believe that the, the reason why we're seeing so many dismantling ma- marriages that are dismantled is because they were never mantled by God. They were never exactly. put together by God, but it's just, we have our preferences. But in this season, I think what I want God to do is he give me the desires of my of my heart. He put it mm-hmm. on my heart who it should be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, I'm sure that I believe he has already, but that's left to be seen. The promise is yet, okay, mm-hmm. for a time. <laughs> <laughs> to be manifested but yes. um you know and even in that that's been difficult you have to keep believing god's word you know believing his promises like he did with abraham and sarah they had a promise of a son and you know sometimes even in the waiting you, you're trying to help god out and you get end up getting yourself in more trouble stuff like that we know the story where we don't wait on god mm-hmm. so even in your now that you're open to it, thankfully, God has given mm-hmm. opened your heart to that again. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I pray that it's exactly who God wants you to have, that he will put the person in front of you and that there will be a knowing, you know, like Amen. there'll be no doubt. Like, wow, that's from God. It's, it will blow yeah. your mind. You know, God can do yeah. something like this. Amen. He's a matchmaker. Let me tell you, he created you and knows who's just for you. Yes. Amen. Yes, he does. I receive all of that. Lord, let let it happen. I'm ready. I'm here. Yes. A kingdom spouse. (laughs) A kingdom spouse. Kingdom spouse. Exactly. To build the kingdom. I I, got to share this because it's been coming back to my mind how. In my marriage, towards close to the end, maybe a few years back, um, before my marriage ended, we both of us had received a word through prophecy from someone. Mm-hmm. We had more than one word, but this one, we were at somebody's conference, and her name is Prophetess Varimore. I don't know if you've heard of her, but um, Varimore is her mm-hmm. name, and <clears throat> um, I love her. <laughs> She's a woman of God. But she called us up and she was, first she prophesied to him and she was saying to us that God's going to have you build your family from the ground up. Mm. I kept wondering what that meant until our marriage was done. 
Wow. I recently come back mm. to me. I'm rebuilding my family from the ground up. Ground up. Sometimes mm. we get a word. That means something has to be rebuilt if it's been torn down. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I didn't know I- that was an individual word. Girl, I I can't believe you just said that because wow. Okay, so for almost two years, I have, God gave me a specific word about rebuilding, and it's from Amos 9-11, and like, for, when he first gave me that word, I would always see the numbers 9-11, 9-11, like all the time, wow. but then it kind of stopped, but recently, I'm talking about this week, I've noticed I'm starting to see 9-11 again. And so what you just said is exactly, it talks about rebuilding the ancient ruins. And that's what you just said. And I feel like I'm going to do the same thing where I have to, I'm rebuilding not only my family, but my life really from scratch. Everything shifted, everything Everything. shifted in my life. Like my house, my car, my career. And he my, actually said house. Everything. God said you're going to rebuild, you're going to build your house, build your house from mm-hmm. the ground up. And at the time I wanted a house. I was thinking real estate. I was thinking <laughs> real, like a physical house because I wanted to buy a house. That was my dream. Just mm-hmm. couldn't happen. And that was my dream. And yeah. I'm like, okay. But now when I, I kept thinking, what do you mean by that word? And let me tell you, that word has been coming to me forcefully this season. I'm building mm. my family. It's a whole you fresh are. start, honey. I love it. And it's on the right foundation. You're building on it the right. on a solid rock, you know? Yes. So the storms can come now and all of that, but you, you're good. As opposed to the house yes. that was built on sand. And then what happened? You know, the storm came and got washed oh, away. And that's what God is doing for us. He is, and you know, that's why we have to embrace it. Because if you tell someone that, they're going to be like, I don't want a storm. <laughs> I don't want to go through that. Wow. But we have to, you have to go through the sifting. You have wow. to go through the refining process. And it hurts and it sucks sometimes. But it oh is God. so good. It's so good. Because at the end, you are so much better, stronger, wiser, faster, all of the like everything. everything. You're just you're just better for it. So yeah, yes. he's rebuilding. Thank you for he's, that. He's giving us the foundation that he meant up for us to have in the first place. Yeah. I was so excited when you were talking. Sorry if I cut you off before, but you really are speaking the word when he talked about he said, you know, build your house on on the rock. I hadn't even thought about that. So you bringing Mm -hmm. that to me is so empowering to know I have an opportunity to build Mm -hmm. the ground Mm -hmm. up, meaning I can set the foundation. He's laying the foundation for the rest of my life. Yes. Amen. Ooh, that's it. That's an exciting place to be because that means you're unstoppable. If God is the foundation, you're unstoppable. You know, you got me dancing here. Okay. I love it. (laughs) I'm not playing some church music right here. (laughs) What is happening today? The devil is mad. This is good. It's so good that the devil's like, oh, technical difficulties. Because this never happened before. 
Yeah, it's like twice we've gotten cut off. It's hard. To, I was I was pressing the admit button and it kept stopping, not bringing you in. I don't know what was happening. We were viewed, but that's uh, you know, you, <laughs> yeah, you were like, I'm unstoppable, you know, based yes. on what we were talking about. And of course, he can be mad all he wants. We ain't giving him no glory. No we glory are whatsoever. Still good, uh, and so the, the message is going to go out because it's going to be all in exactly. seamless. Okay? Yes. Um, before I went out, I, before I, I don't want to forget this. I was going to say, and if I know we can start to wrap up, but I was going to say yeah. what I loved about what you just mentioned was mm-hmm. you said, I have the opportunity to rebuild. And I think a lot of times we see hardship as like, oh my God, something is being done to me. And it's like this victim mentality. But when we flip it, like you said, I have an opportunity. God is giving me a door to, to make a situation better, to make my life better. Mm. And when we have that Mm. mindset, again, it's, you're unstoppable because everything starts here. It's all in the mind. Yes. So I love that. I love that we need to look at things as an opportunity, as opposed to like something is being placed on me that I I, I'm, I have to be yes. stuck in. No, you're not stuck. God has given you the, yes. the, he says, go, I move this around now, do something, you know? So wow. I, just, I just had to emphasize Jeez. that. I thought that was beautiful. I think this is, you're bringing me to the topic. Because as you know, I say this in every episode, God gives me the topic in the middle of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I remember doing a video post about, you know, um, the fact that sometimes we don't, oh, we don't have a straight path, that God is the one that makes the crooked path straight. And when yes. we find ourselves in a situation that, you know, we feel that like we're in ruins, like you mentioned, it's an opportunity to build. It's an opportunity, right? So we have an opportunity to build. This Mm -hmm. is your opportunity to start over. This is your opportunity to begin again. This is a great opportunity to be restored. Oh my God. I love that. That's the message. That is the message. That's the message. Yes. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. I always enjoy our conversations. Um, This is the second one and it won't be the the last. I feel like God has connected us. And of course, I'll be putting a link here for your podcast because I do enjoy listening to you as you share your story as well. Um, And tell them the name of your podcast again. Um, Why did I just forget? It's the Scarlet Cord. My brain was like, the Scarlet Cord podcast. Um, Yeah. And yet, you know, it's just like personal stories and experiences of how God is moving in my life. So thank you for uh, allowing me to share on your platform. Um, But yes, God has connected us, like like you said, for a reason. And I'm just excited to see how your platform grows and how we can just you know, help each other in community to just bring more, more souls to God and, and help women out because we can't do this alone. Amen. This is what it's all about. So thank you for this, um, continuous collaboration and relationship. God is doing it. So I know you gotta go, but thanks again. I love you, sis. Um, Thank you. I love you too. Yeah. Thanks for just being so open and ready. You are so willing. Like I can just call on you and you're there. So I appreciate you so much for everything. And we could keep talking, but we're going to do another one at some point when the Holy Spirit leads again. Call Elizabeth. (laughs) Yes. Anytime. Anytime. I'm ready. I'm ready.
<laughs> all right, sis. Oh, all right. And how can they re- can is there any other platform that you're on? Any other social sites? Um, that's the so the podcast, like I said, it's gotta record and then I'm not really on socials that much, but like I have Facebook, yeah. Instagram, my Facebook Elizabeth Laguerre, Instagram, I yeah. think it's Laguerre Liz. Um okay. and then I have a website, um DebraCircle.info. Um Okay. So yeah, check me out. All right. Um yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> doing your work, girl. Keep going. Right. Love you and enjoy the rest you. of your day. Thank you. Take you care. Too. All right. Bye. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. Elizabeth really um, empowered. She delivered again, and she's done that before. Um, and she was, she's a joy to have on my podcast and she won't be, this won't be the last time that we come together to do something like this. Um, she definitely is filled with the word. And I, I deliberately listen to her podcast because I know she's sharing what God is doing for her. And she is at the feet of Jesus, learning from him in her walk. Um, you know, when we met, it, it was, it was just a divine conversation. God knew we would have to uplift each other. And you want people like that around you, people like that in your circle, especially if you're in a situation where you feel broken maybe as a single mom or single dad or just someone in a place where you didn't see yourself being, but somehow you're in that position. What people sometimes don't realize is nobody asks to be put in broken situations, but sometimes that is where we need to be for God to do a a work or rework us or rewire us or to help us to see uh, from a different perspective, a different lens. And I have to say for myself, as we talk about the opportunity to build or rebuild, um, I realized God has had to take me through a long journey of renewing my mind. And, and he wants us to be transformed. I mean, if you're going through a transformation, you're literally breaking pieces of what you had within you and you're leaving that behind. Think about completely turning uh, uh, around. I mean, when you think of repentance, that's a breaking away of something you used to do or maybe something you used to be. And so I am really grateful, if, even as I look at the hardship that I go through and the, what I face as a single mom and raising a family, I have to realize that it is it, I'm being made differently than I used to be. I'm being made stronger. Um, some of it is me being restored to what, um, God really had made me to be, but reminded me of who I really am. Because the thing is, he did a finished work at Calvary, but we don't come into the full realization of that as uh, in the middle of the journey. There is a process of undoing and a process of rebuilding and reshaping and remaking. And so I'm grateful for the opportunity to rebuild, to be revived, to, to, to reconnect, to who he is and what salvation really means. And so with that, I am staying married to his will and I hope you will also stay married to his will. And God bless you. 